Welcome back to 1330 FM 94.1 WRAM. It's time again for our political spotlight today and talking with another one of the uh, candidates that is uh, a Democratic candidate running for election to the U.S. House to represent Illinois' 17th Congressional District, which will be a vacant seat. He is on the ballot for coming up at the end of June here at June 28th. It's Eric Sorensen. Eric, how are you doing today? I am doing well, Mike. Thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. Now, now people might remember the name um, and maybe remember the face because uh, you were in uh, TV there for quite a while, Rockford in the Quad Cities area, uh, a meteorologist. And um, how how was that experience? Oh, it was wonderful. I mean, it's, uh, when I when I look back to when I was a kid, being a meteorologist was, was really the only thing that I ever wanted to do. And and uh, I was really, you know, honored to have been able to work in my hometown of Rockford for 11 years um, at the station that we watched when I was a kid, and and then to move to WQAD in the Quad Cities and uh, and finish out a, a great career. I, you know, I tracked a lot of the storms, uh, whether they were ice storms or tornadoes, right through Warren County and uh, and and Monmouth. So I feel like I've got uh, the connection um, with the the people, and I think that's. Because you know what, I'm not saying that I got the weather right every day, but um, but I told the truth, and I I earned the trust of the people mm-hmm. by telling them the truth, and 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 I think that's essential when we're going to the ballot box and we're going to make a decision on who will represent us in in Congress, um, that it should be someone that's already developed the trust of the people, um, you know, especially here, you know, as we're still fighting through a pandemic, we need to make sure that we get more communication, especially with respect to science. Absolutely. And, and, and Eric, um, where are you calling uh, home here in this uh, new redrawn district? Um, I live in Moline. Um, it's, uh, I live about uh, eight blocks from the TV station uh, that I worked mm-hmm. for for so many years. And, uh, and let me tell you, um, moving to the Quad Cities was probably one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my life. Um, uh, there was never an, uh, a thought in my head. Um, that there was going to be another TV station or another group of people or communities to forecast the weather for. Um, but certainly, I, I believe in um, making sure that I connect um, the people that live not only here in the Quad Cities, but uh, down to Monmouth and Cameron and, and, and Galesburg as well, um, to connect people with with the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I hope to do in Congress. Yeah, and, and with everything uh, going on in the world these days, I mean, it seems like, you know, something's changing every day and not always for the better. Um, some people might, you know, call you crazy for wanting to do this. W- what inspired you to run for Congress? Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's a great question, Mike. For me, um, I, I came to a realization that it wasn't so much about the weather as it was to make sure that my audience could depend on me for accurate information, um, you know, what, when to go in the basement for a tornado, but also to be the person that, that could communicate climate change across the partisan divide. Um, you know, we, we never uh, fractured our audience when I talked about climate change. In fact, uh, conservatives in our audience and many family farmers, they reached out to me and said, Eric, thank you for giving us the science, and we can trust you. Um, and so running for Congress is just an extension of the role that I've already played here um, for the past 20 years in Rockford and the Quad Cities, um, to be dependable, uh, to be someone that will that will be a straight shooter, and to be able to, to connect people with the solutions. And I, and I hear that from people uh, across the district, um, that there's just so much of a divide between our hometowns here 
and Washington, D.C., and I want to change that. We were talking with uh, Eric Sorensen, Democratic candidate running for uh, U.S. House of Representatives for the 17th District. And, uh, Eric, you've, you've already just kind of touched a little bit there on uh, uh, climate change. Um, what are some of the other main components uh, in your platform? Well, first things first, um, we've got to talk about inflation. Um, inflation is not um, something that is a, a political volleyball that we can just toss around and, and blame the other side. Inflation is something that is completely personal uh, because it is something that is affecting us um, in, in my household, it's affecting your household and everyone else's. Um, and, and one thing that I think that I would like to focus on, um, and this, this came from talking with a voter. I'm a voter up in, in the Rockford area. I, I was talking with him, and he goes, Eric, what are we supposed to do? And I now pay more for my prescription than I pay for my rent. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a good answer for him. But certainly, when we look at what we, what we pay for in our prescription drugs, um, it is highly inflated. It is one of the most inflated costs. And it's not something that um, is an option for many of us. Um, we've got to make sure that Medicare can negotiate with the pharmaceutical industry to bring these costs down. Because when that happens, the cost for everyone will go down. And then also, I, I look at the innovations that have happened during this pandemic and the fact that I, I had my first telehealth. Uh, visit during the pandemic. Well, we need to make sure that we're connecting our 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 hometowns with good broadband, um, and that's something that I hear more and more, especially in our smaller communities. You know, where where kids have got to go and find a Starbucks in a bigger city to go find the good Wi-Fi. We need to make sure that we've got um, the super highways connected to our our uh, our rural families as well. You know, and and in addition to that, I I would say healthcare. Um, too many of us are, are burdened by not only the cost of health care, but um, um, I, I don't believe that anyone should uh, should go bankrupt because someone in, in a family gets sick. Um, we need to make sure that we connect more people um, to good quality um, health care. Absolutely, yeah. The, it seems like the price uh, just continues to, to skyrocket. And, yeah, prescription drugs, uh, that that's something that's been out of hand for for the, really the last decade. Absolutely. And, and, and I think we, um, when, we, when we look at what is inflated, I mean, energy obviously is, is incredibly inflated, and, and we can't, uh, we've got to make sure that we're doing everything at the gas pump, but it's a lot of different things as well. And with respect to gas, we need to make sure that we pause the gas tax. I think that's first and foremost. And then we need to, we need to look at a windfall profits tax um, at the big oil companies that have record-breaking profits on the backs of, of hard-working people back here at home um, that are spending 70 and $80 just to fill up the tank to take right. the kids to and from school. We've got to fix that. Yeah, with uh, yeah, gas prices uh, well over $5 here, and, and in California now paying, what, 8 or even close to $9 a gallon. Um, what yeah, what can be done uh, if you are elected into Congress uh, so we don't see this happen again? Well, I think first and foremost, we have to understand, and Mike, you're right, it, this will happen again. So what are we doing to protect ourselves and safeguard ourselves from the effects the next time this happens? Um, we need to make sure that we have more energy independence. We need to make sure that the solutions to climate change, where people are going to be able to uh, hopefully afford EVs in the next five, ten years, um, we need to make sure that these solutions 
are, are connected to everyday people. Uh, that's one thing that, I, you know, not only have I, have I spent my, uh, my career on television talking to people about uh, climate change, we need to make sure that the solution to the problem are connected to everyone. It can't just be the people that can afford a fancy electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that not only are people connected to the solution, but big businesses like Caterpillar and John Deere are incentivized to make the decisions that are going to turn us into a green economy. I look at the opportunity that we have, you know, in the farm fields of western Illinois, um, that uh, the next generation of our farmers that were, uh, you know, just the kids of today, um, they're going to be in the, uh, in the uh, electric tractors of the future, I believe. Yeah, actually, when you you started talking there, there's there's a, there's a lot of different things that that I was popping in my head here uh, with the electric vehicles. The Biden administration uh, pushing toward that uh, even more so now, um, and people, you know, with the rising cost of everything else, how can people afford this, and how mm-hmm. uh, you know the electric grids would have to be updated completely before uh, we even thought about uh, getting that many electric vehicles on the roadways. And you're exactly right, Mike. We're going to have to have significant investment in our electric grid um, because it's not just so much that we can put up more wind turbines or more solar uh, uh, arrays. We've got to make sure that we can transport the power from the windy place to the calm place, from the sunny place to the cloudy place. And we don't yet have that. And so we're going to need to make sure that we invest in that new um, energy. But then what I would like to see and what I believe in, we need to make sure that we have the trade schools available here and the community colleges and that we're placing the, um, the students into these programs because we're going to need skilled labor uh, going forward. And I believe that when we make the investment in education like that, we're going to see the, the payoff. And we're going to say good-paying jobs stay right here in Monmouth and Western Illinois. And you're starting to see uh, more uh, students um, uh, opting out of, uh, of not going to college because of the the price uh, to go and you know the student loan debt uh, that sh- that's going to hang around for the next 20, 30 years on you know on some of these students. Uh, what what's your feel on that? And, and with the you know talk of a free community college and more affordable uh, for your universities. Yeah, I, I think we have to look um, to um, the the students that uh, you know. I, I just taking a step back. I've I've spoken to tens of thousands of students in my career, uh, talking about STEM and 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 science. Um, and one thing that I I can't help but uh, but think about is that if a student is is really excited about learning, and and is is has so capable of making the discoveries of tomorrow, we need to make sure that that student um, can go to college. Uh, we need to make college more affordable, and, and it needs to be a, a top priority for our legislators. Um, we also have to understand and, and recognize that traditional college, it's not the right path for every student. Uh, mm-hmm. Trade schools are an excellent opportunity for, for many of the students, and we need to promote those in high school. Um, as, as well as make sure that they're affordable as well. Um, trade schools lead to excellent, high-quality, well-paying union jobs here in Western Illinois, and we have to make sure that we're focused on those and that spotlight is on them. 
I'm talking with uh, Eric Sorensen, who's on the uh, Democratic primary uh, coming up here in your uh, June 28th uh, Democratic ballot. And uh, Eric, uh, you, along with uh, uh, five other uh, people uh, running for this seat, um, what separates you from the other candidates? Um, I think number one is is trust. Um, I I have spent my career, I, and I and I, I don't know why I I didn't ever move away from here. I I worked in my hometown of Rockford, and then I moved to Moline, Illinois, and I love it. I, I love my way of life. I love our communities. I love the people that make up our communities. Um, and and I look back in my at my career, and to have been relied on for something such as a tornado which had the opportunity and the ability and the danger to, to take out a house um, and, and to kill a family. You have to understand that um, people relied on me when the weather was at its worst. They could trust me. Um, and, and that's something that I want to continue. I believe that our next representative in Washington should be trusted for the information that they give, should be a listener um, to listen to, to the problems and, and find the solutions and bring those back home. Um, because we've got certainly more challenges ahead of us, um, and we need to make sure that we make the right dis- decision come June 28th. Um, and I'll be the science-guided voice um, that is not connected to the political ideology, but is in- instead will look for the scientific fact to point us in the right direction. All right. And uh, anything else uh, that you'd like to uh, share with our audience before we uh, wrap this up today? No, it's been great, and I and I really look forward to to meeting more people. You know, I I think over the past uh, ten years that I've lived here, I've I've talked with many of folks in uh, in and around Monmouth, but I uh, I can't wait to learn more uh, about what the people, especially in in Warren County, and and what Monmouth uh, need from their next representative, and I hope to exceed their expectations. All right, Eric. Yeah, they've welcomed you into uh, to their households uh, uh, many times on the TV, and and now maybe I can welcome you in as a as the new uh, representative in Congress. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Eric Sorensen, uh, running for the uh, election U.S. House of Representative of Illinois' 17th congressional district. He is on the Democratic primary ballot on June 28, 2022. Eric, have a great afternoon. Thank you very much, Mike. You did the same.